Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, co-host Cocky. I'm just going to sit yes, here I'm silently until you start <laughs> calling me Nicole, Nick or Coxie with an X, not Cocky like a bird. Because now our followers are calling me Cocky. <laughs> G'day listeners, I'm joined by Nicole Cox, the co-host co-creator and co-conspirator <laughs> at Tradies in Business. This is the podcast uh, and this episode is not suitable for children or work uh, because this is about to be a, wait for it, rude word coming, fuck it Friday. You're just going right out there. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd let people know early so there's no nasty surprises, right? Well, usually we just kind of fall into it, don't we? <laughs> just uh, oops there's an f-bomb i guess we'll make this a fucking friday <laughs> that's the way it used to be that's how it all started remember yeah that's right it was like mm. oh we swore we weren't gonna swear oh well let's make these sweary episodes <laughs> everybody likes them though now i i um was a bit taken aback this morning cocky coxy sorry mm. i can't even say it right now <laughs> uh we should do a vote who thinks no uh no? No. Seriously? Remember yesterday's email? No, nope, nope. <laughs> N.O.P.E. Nope. That looks really serious from Coxie, and I wonder if she actually means it. Don't do. call me cocky. I really do. <laughs> you're only being this cheeky because you're so far away. Because you're not know, sitting you next to me where I can you thump can't you on. Or, or give me daggers with your eyes because we're not even doing this on video anymore. We're using a, no. a super cool uh, remote podcasting service thingy uh, that gives us good quality audio, despite the fact that I'm uh, all the way down the bottom of the globe here. Not quite, but uh, down close. the small island of Australia. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool down here. 10 degrees and windy this morning. Oh, no, we're beautiful. We're heading up to 34 today in Ipswich. <laughs> 34. If, if we... If we add our minimum and our maximum together, we might get close to 34. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit fresh today in uh, Taswija. I don't, I do, are you finding that the houses are built for the freshness though? Like when you go to New Zealand or Europe, you don't feel cold inside because the houses are really weatherproof. Whereas here in my Queenslander, when it gets cold, it's flipping cold. The new houses down here are, you know, they're double glazed. They've got uh, thick walls and all sorts of insulation. Mm -hmm. The house that we're living in, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. It was built in the 50s or 60s or something. So it's got the thick walls going on, which is which is nice. Um, but to be honest, even though we've got really high ceilings, it's an old uh, you know, 1950s farm cottage. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's surprisingly warm. Good. You step outside, it's like, ooh, it's cold outside but mm. it probably helps that i've got the fire going uh <laughs> which will not go out in between now and christmas really no well uh, there's a lot of people down here apparently try and wait uh or they wait until may before they light the first fire 
Uh, I think partly because it costs a bloody fortune to buy firewood. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, but we're cutting and splitting our own, uh, as is the way of a blue collar at heart man. So, um, so yes, was on the chainsaw late yesterday afternoon, just for a bit of uh, post online digital business therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I water my grass, and you get on a chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, we're not here to talk about firewood and shit like that. Um, thanks for joining us, listeners. And today's not really a daily tradey Rona cast either. No, it's um, a bit of a, I don't know, what are we even ranting about? Well, I, I said to you at the top of this before I hit record, it's not so much a rant from me as a whinge. I want to have a whinge. Okay. Because you never, ever do that on a daily podcast. Ooh, ouch. (laughs) It is Friday. Uh, It is cocky. (laughs) So so I want to have a whinge about, uh, we should have a a fucking Friday about nicknames. We should. Um, But uh, I want to have a whinge about COVID. Yeah, well, (laughs) you and the rest of the country, or the world. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. And apart from... From the fact that I think a lot of people are uh, maybe a bit bored with it. Um, uh, do you know what? I'm so fucking sick of businesses using it as an excuse for shitty service. There you go. He's thrown it out there. Down down into the gauntlet. Let's see how we go with this one. Well, seriously though. I mean, yes, we're all, like, we're all operating under pressure and stress and... We've all got restrictions um, of varying degrees and, uh, dare I say, we're all in this together, uh, which is fine if, you know, you live in the northern beaches of somewhere affluent and you have plenty of money and it hasn't affected you because mm. whatever, because um, money, bitches. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm starting to get a bit tired of what would normally be considered just crappy customer service or shitty inefficient business practices and we just trot out the big fat COVID excuse. It's in every size business. I'm seeing it everywhere, whether it be Woolworths who are busy making excuses for everything and blaming COVID all the way down mm. to our tradies doing the same. It's, mm. You're right, it's everywhere. It's very frustrating what we um, are expected to accept, I suppose, in times of stress. And like, and like somehow that makes it okay yeah. that, that, uh, you know, we have to wash our fucking hands and spray shit on our bloody steering wheel or something like, come on. I, I think some people have just you used it as another way to avoid taking responsibility for what they're doing in their in their business especially like as individuals that's pretty much run of the mill i suppose but i i don't know maybe i'm the one who's needing a bit of a an adjustment here in that i expect a bit more from business people from business owners should i not expect more from business owners cocky a uh, coxy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time you call me that, I'm not going to answer your question. Just, I'm just going to give you the heads up now. Um, hey, no, Coxie. I think yes, I agree. <laughs> should I? You should do. I expect more? You should absolutely should. You're a business owner for a reason, are you not? 
a part of being a successful business owner is having the gumption to accept stuff that none of us really particularly want to accept, make mm. decisions around that and get on with it instead of just making excuses and whinging and bitching and moaning like we're doing now. <laughs> that was why I started the podcast uh, nearly six years ago. It's just so I could bitch and moan about stuff on air. <laughs> Everybody's got to listen. No, but yeah, yeah. I, I do absolutely agree with you. I feel like, well, we talked about this earlier this week to some extent where we were talking about lots of people complaining about not having enough time, about this being such a busy time. And look, I please, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that We've all got kids home. We're trying to work with kids and many of our tradie wives are working in essential services. So they're still trying to do that on top of everything else. I get those things, but I feel like it's a ready-made excuse. I'm too busy. This COVID yep. stuff has me too stressed and too busy to think differently or to look at making change. I'm too busy. Yep. So we've, I'm too busy. Yeah. I think that's very similar. We've, we've, and we did touch on that earlier this week. Um, whereas now is a great time to actually step up and I don't know, you don't have to necessarily work harder, but maybe we need to just stop making the excuses, understand that this is going to be the way forward for a period of time. Who knows how long that period of time is. So let's forget about what may or may not happen in the future. Let's just think about how we can deal with stuff today. Yeah. Like it, I think initially uh, through that sort of shock period, yeah, it's going to be a, oh my gosh, COVID, can't cope, trying to get on top of all this, kids at home, blah, blah. But it's it's been around for more than a month now. Yeah. And there's going to be times where we all drop the ball, and I have with a few things. Um, I, I have lost my marbles a bit with calendars and stuff and mixed up appointments with you even and gone, Hey, what are we doing about this session tomorrow afternoon? And you're like, what fucking session? What, what are you smoking was? Uh, and I'm like, Oh shit. Yep. That's right. So that stuff's going to keep happening. We're all human. I get that. I think it's just the knee jerk default that's creeping in now of, Oh, COVID. I'm fucking too busy and I can't do this. And I do, uh, oh, it's too hard. And I'm probably seeming like a real hard-ass, unfeeling prick. And I'm sorry if if that's the way I'm coming across. But you know what? Just move on. It's time to move on, everybody. (laughs) I think it's time. Look, Again, another thing we've said so many times this week is everybody seems to be becoming comfortable in the new normal. And sure, that new normal is going to change a few times again, whether it be with further restrictions or we start to lessen the restrictions. I don't know at the moment. could be either. But even our country's leader is saying he's not seeing massive changes for tradies and that they should be able to continue doing what they're doing. I, I've got commercial construction around the corner from me and they, they're like ants climbing all over that place on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And then we go around mm-hmm. the corner a little bit more on our walk and I can count mm, at least six, at least six houses in a very small block that are being worked on by tradies separately. There's concrete going mm-hmm. down everywhere at the moment. I don't know what the, what's going on there. but And there are tradies everywhere. They are still working. Now, I get that 
we feel like the phone isn't ringing as much. Maybe it isn't ringing as much, but you know what? If you're being proactive, oh, yes. <laughs> you're talking to your clients and you're Can ensuring. Can I open up a can of whoopers? I know. <laughs> we're doing the stuff. If we're doing the stuff, we're getting the results. We were just talking prior to coming on air about one of our tradepreneur clients who has what, double or tripled? He has um, increased his revenue every month for the last three months by about 30%. And why is that? Um, Hang on, let me think. Oh, Oh, that's right. He's doing stuff. (laughs) He's marketing. He's... fucking hates social media. He doesn't know the first thing about it and he doesn't want to know. So you know what he did? Outsourced. He got, yes, he got someone else to do it for him. No excuses. Um, Let's just do it. He's working on his financials. He's got, you know, cash flow forecasts and he's tracking his accounts receivable and accounts payable. And we've identified that uh, maybe the boys aren't recording the materials properly because his margin percentage isn't tracking the way it should be. Like, this is, this is, and, and this is not me saying, but quote unquote, what we hear all the time, just a dumb tradie mm. who um, has said, you know, I'm just a insert trade here. So we keep him anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he said that in sessions before and he's gone, well, you know what? I'm paying you guys to mentor and guide and coach and lead and educate me. I guess it makes sense for me to do the stuff and fuck me if he's not getting the results. And that's not an isolated story. No. We've got got members and clients having record months. It's in pandemic proportions, if I may be so bold. (laughs) That was so corny. Wasn't it? it, That's what I want to hear, Coxie. (laughs) I want to hear people using COVID as a reason that they grew their business by 50%. Now, I read a post the other day about some fantastic business ideas that came out of the GFC, and one of those was Uber, and another one was another social media platform. I forget which one it was. But the point of this is, and we've been saying this all the way along, frustratingly so, if you put in the work, you continue to do the things. In one form or another, you're currently doing the things, whether it be to ignore the things or to actually sit down and give the things a crack or to do it with some clarity and some guidance and with some point, you can do, you make your choice. Which way do you want to do the things you're going to be doing anyway? Do you want to do it in a way that's going to lead you to a successful path and being supported? Or do you want to do it and kind of ignore it, put your head in the sand and watch it all fall down around you? You're doing it anyway. Why not do it with some clarity, some direction, some understanding of the ways that work and ways that might not work quite so well for you? It's, it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I, I look. These are my personal views, of course. Uh, and if you're listening to this, and I've got you a bit pissed off because you're like, "Fuck off, was like you don't understand, mate." I got three kids at home. Uh, you know, we're we're in a particular industry that's doing it really tough at the moment. I, I don't, I don't mean to sound discompassionate. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I feel for you if if that's your scenario. I feel for people like that. And that's why you and I do what we do, Coxie, is we've 
fuck, we've opened up the trade desk and made it free. Yeah. Um, and we've got a lot of people in there now <laughs> getting free information and free coaching and free resources. And, and there's a lot of people like us that have, um, I think, created opportunities for people who want to take responsibility and ownership and want to continue to lead and go, well, you know what, if this is what we've got, then let's damn well make a go of it regardless or because of. Because of. Let's do it because of. It's like, do you know what set this off for me was, I'm going to blame my wife actually, um, <laughs> the postie comes really early where we are because um, we're out in a, in a rural area and, and it's like a, a, a postal outreach. There's not even a post office um, within sort of 20, 30 minutes of us. So they come really early and we've ordered some stuff online because guess what? All the shops are fucking closed, so you can't mm. go there. So to get anything... Um, you have to order it online. We can't even buy coffee beans for goodness sakes because they've all closed. Um, but those smart businesses, they're doing online orders, right? And they are even doing a 15% discount for the inconvenience of having to order online, which to me just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's more inconvenient for me to drive half an hour into the city to go buy coffee beans of course. than it is to sit in the you know, comfort of my warm lounge room in front of the crackling fireplace and pick the beans that I want delivered to my house. Um, paid for express postage, not delivered. Oh, express so frustrating. Post. Because guess what Australia Post are doing? Blaming uh, COVID. COVID, we're fucking busy. It's like, come on, gang. It's only really? five minutes ago they were whinging that they're going to go out of business, Australia Post. I can't cope. I know. Right? I and know. This, you've, the whole industry has been revolutionised for you. It's landed at your footsteps. Somebody just, just to... killed a pig and delivered it to your fucking house. Absolutely. And now it's an excuse for shit performance. Do you know, if I were to get Randy on a similar vein, I'm seeing Ooh, all yes, posts. I, I found a rant with Coxie. <laughs> if I've, I found, I've seen many posts this week from Woolworths um, reminding <sighs> us of our obligations to behaviour in store, right? That we must be 1.5 metres apart. There's no more than a couple of people per aisle. They're only letting so many people into the mm-hmm. stores at once. When you go to the stores, you've got to stand in line outside. You've got to disinfect mm-hmm. your trolley and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I understand they're working hard to keep us safe. However, why can't they just reintroduce home delivery? And where the fuck have all the specials gone? What happened to all the specials? <laughs> How is it yes. okay for them to be taking advantage of... Can you imagine the poor bloody pensioners at the moment? Or what about those yep. low-income earners that are now having – they've dropped down on their income and Centrelink isn't quite cutting the mustard. Of course it's not. And they've got to try and buy food, but they can't get anything on special. So not only can we not get the bloody toilet paper and the hand soap and the flour and sugar that everybody wants, nothing's on special. So we've got to buy everything at a premium. My shopping bill's gone through the roof. And worse still, I can't – Get it delivered. I'm so pissed off about not being able to get my shopping delivered. I don't want to go to the shop. I, I do not want to and go into the supermarket. It's it's um, it's really quite shit, actually. The companies that are um, secretly taking advantage. They're taking the piss, Coxie. It's so yes. un-Australian. It and is. you know what? 
I so wifey and I have actually made a conscious decision that we are deliberately shopping away from those big businesses mm. because they're doing fuck all to support people through this this whole bloody whatever you want to call it crisis I suppose pandemic shutdown thing um same deal can't get home delivery here from from either of the the two major grocery companies and yet there's a local um, hardware about 20 minutes away that dead set charged us, I think it was 10 or 15 bucks to deliver a fucking wheelbarrow and a bunch of tools and stuff because we couldn't leave the house during quarantine. Um, and they dropped it off that afternoon. Brilliant. And, and so it's like, you know what? You guys are getting my business from now on. I don't care if it's, it's 10% dearer than fucking Bunnings. Um, G'day Bunnings, we love you. If you want to do a collaboration <laughs> with us and a partnership, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like it's it's the incessant emails I get, and every time I log into internet banking, the bank has their message up: "We're supporting our customers through COVID." It's like get fucked, you are. No, You're capitalizing interest and then making people bring the loans back into line after six months, and and they're not lending money to anybody. No. Because they don't want to risk their fucking profits. No, God no. They haven't haven't dropped their fees. Uh but they've shut all their branches and so good luck getting any fucking service. Telstra, get me started on Telstra. <laughs> uh, Come on. I'm winding you up now. <laughs> How was your experience with Telstra this week, Warwick? I was so close to inappropriately telling some poor guy on the other end of the phone that you can all go get fucked. <laughs> and I'm going to go buy a monkey and get it to pedal a bicycle and power my internet because <laughs> do you know what they did? They disconnected me from my last address rather than process the move. Uh, so that was bad enough. And then basically because none of their workforce exists in call centers anymore, um, they pretty much said, well, you'll just have to sign up as a new customer. And I'm like, but I don't want your new plans. I had a, I had a sweet deal on my old plan it was a good price it was locked in i don't want one of your new plans he's like i'm sorry man but you'll just have to sign up as a new customer and i said well maybe telstra can just shove it up their ass and i'll go get my internet from somebody else and, and then they just i apologize to him well and as i said to phil this is lucky phil <laughs> um that was not phil's lucky day <laughs> no, it was not. but but i reckon it wasn't the first phone call phil's had like that um I did apologize to him and I said, look, mate, I know you're just the messenger and, and um, you guys are under the pump and, and working in some pretty tough conditions. But seriously, mm. you can't you can't go back and undo the, the button press that disconnected me and basically turned me into a digital fucking orphan. So I have no, I have no internet. So now I've actually got to try and sign up. And do you know how hard it is to actually sign up for NBN at the moment? I hadn't thought about that, but of course it would be because everybody wants it, don't they? Yeah. So wait times. Yeah. Guess what? So I'm currently uh, learning to survive via a mobile connection, Coxie, Thank which God is not going too that. bad, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but but anyway, the point is, listeners, just just be careful that you don't start using COVID as an excuse. Don't be like the big companies that 
have stopped all of their specials and everything else. Like, why why aren't they running specials on things that aren't restricted? Oh my gosh, don't get me started on restrictions. That's even more ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Actually, okay, I'm going to do this. it. <laughs> oh my gosh, tomato paste. Really? Two per customer. Tomato paste. Now, mm. we live half an hour from town. Yes. On a on a small farm and we generally buy enough things so we don't have to go to the fucking shops every two days. Yes. But uh, we get penalised because, oh, stockpiling, you know, you can only buy two tomato paste tubs. Like <laughs> I had to bite my tongue so hard with the lovely lady on the checkout because – you know, standing behind the sneeze glass fucking barrier thing. Uh, and, I, and I was, oh, my wife had ducked off to grab a couple more things of tomato paste. Um, but uh, she's like, oh, you've got four here. You can only have two per customer. And I looked at her and she must have seen the look on my face because I was about to try and use reason with a 22-year-old with a nose piercing standing behind sneeze glass at the supermarket, and it's like, it's fucking tomato paste. Are you kidding me? Well, how's that a pasta product? And But apparently people are using tomato paste to make their pasta sauce so they can eat all the carbs and feel good. So you can only have two per customer. I said, look, my wife is with me. Can we just have the four? She said, you'll have to put it through as a separate transaction. Oh, oh my gosh. Thanks, Woolworths. <laughs> so, um, needless to say, we found some fantastic regional IGAs that are family-owned franchises, and you know what? They they actually still use the you know that stuff in your in your cranial space in between your ears. I think we used to call it a brain. They have people that use that thing, and they go, "Oh, there's two of you. It's tomato paste." Yeah, four's fine, guys. Like, I'm so sick of it. Could you tell? I think we're all sick of it. (laughs) Are you sick of it, listeners? Tell us your stories. Tell us your dumb fucking stories about ridiculous stockpiling rules and, oh, gas bottles. I have a list so long. You, so here we go, Coxie. This is is the end of my rant, right? I just want to, I should have set this context at the start of the episode, because people are probably listening to this going, was, you need to take a fucking chill pill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your uh, mate. But Spoolie would agree with me, I'm sure. Um, so when you move interstate, it's a, it's a reasonable undertaking. And then when you move across Bass Strait to Tasmania, there's a whole bunch of shit you're not allowed to bring with you, like pot plants. They all have to go. Um, you can't bring any flammable materials in your stuff. So, you know, I'm a bloke. I have a shed. I've got terps and kero and metho and shellite and spray cans of bloody, you know, WD-40 and all that. Can't bring them. Flammable. You can't carry that stuff on the ship. Not even in your shipping container of, of possessions, right? Mm. Gas bottles. Can't bring gas bottles. Now, I have a collection of gas bottles like every good tradie. Uh, 
you know, I have two barbecues, therefore I need five gas bottles. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I've got a camper trailer and, you know, so you can't bring the bloody gas bottles. But fortunately, um, the very large hardware chain in Australia does the swap and go thing. And so, you know, you drop off your gas bottles, most of which were fucking full, but you get the tag and then you pay to pick up another full one at this end once you cross Bass Strait, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? There's a limit of one gas bottle per customer. People must be stockpiling bloody gas bottles now as well. Can you not just you go in and then Amy go in? <laughs> well, fortunately, I must have been smiling the right way that day because the young bloke said, mate, it, it's, yeah, no, that's okay. He said, that's a bit different. It's not like you're a customer coming in from locally here trying to get three gas bottles. No. I was like, thanks, buddy. James, James, if you're listening, James from Bunnings, North Launceston, um, bloody legend. He used his brain. There you go. He found his brain. He gave it a, gave it a press and it turned on. The problem with um, some of those bigger establishments is if they're taking the brain away from their checkout operators in that you cannot actually physically scan the third item. Yeah. Go start again, do another transaction. It's ridiculous. But yes, anyway. Your rant was long and arduous, (laughs) Warwick. You're welcome, Coxie. (laughs) And listeners, there's my gift to you on a Friday. Mm, I don't feel any better. You don't? I, I... no, talking about it doesn't, talking about it makes it worse. I just like to go, do you know what I'm going to do tomorrow, Saturday? I'm going to look at some cows. Well, We're going to put how, some cows in our back paddock. That's awesome. How are the hens? <laughs> the hens are good. I forgot to lock the lock them in last night, but um, they all went to bed like good girls and good. we didn't get any quolls come and eat any. So What's a quoll? A quoll is like a badass mofo predator down here in Tassie and they will rip through chicken wire and eat your chickens. Is it like a devil? Uh, kind of, yeah. They're a, they're a native marsupial um, destroyer. <laughs> Just Google quoll, Q-U-O-L-L. Um, I think they're tiger quolls down here. Spotted quolls and tiger quolls. Oh. They have very sharp teeth. Well, except when they've got their teeth out, they're very cute. But those, <laughs> their teeth don't look very nice. No, so they they apparently have a hankering for chickens. Oh. Um, so you have to build pretty good uh, chook houses down here. Fortunately, there's not many foxes, if at all, in Tassie. Is They're that right? Rare. Yeah. Um, Tassie's done a pretty good job of keeping most things out, but they did a shit job of keeping me out. So <laughs> sucked in, Tasmania. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to know what your stories are, listeners. Um, what's, your, what's your dumbest COVID excuse that you've heard from a business? Let us know, and uh, and post it on our Facebooky the fake book page. That thing um, you do. in post business, it over yeah. There. Stalk book. Post it on there. I want to hear about your dumbest COVID excuse that you've heard uh, from a business, from another business. And if you're using excuses and you know it, please stop it. Don't it's, do it. It's people. bad. Don't do it's it. It's bad. Turn on the grey thing between your ears, and um, you know what? You'll stand out because. The hardware store that delivered our wheelbarrow, um, guess what? They've got long-term customers out of us. Good. Uh, and I'll pay a little bit more because I get taken care of and I have a real human who uses their brain. 
Mm. Now, they've still got the four square meter box and they've still got the line on the floor and the hand sanitizer and all the shit because they're doing the things they have to do. And they're still recognizing that people want problems solved and they want to be served. So if you do that, I reckon you'll clean up. I think so. Oh, pun. There's I a pun for you. I was ignoring it. I was ignoring it. <laughs> uh, Coxie, would you like to say anything this morning? No, you've taken all the words out of my <laughs> mouth, Warwick. I think our listeners are, are well over our rants. Yeah. Oh. We'll come back to your ear holes tomorrow with some happiness. We'll find something happy to talk about. So, something better, yeah. <laughs> something. Thanks for tuning in. Um, stay away from the shitty excuses. And um, there's a fucking Friday for you. Oh, and um, give us a iTunes review. Actually, today's probably a bad day to ask for an iTunes review. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be one stars. Was sucks. Yes. Um, but now give us a review. Uh, help us get found by other people. Remember what it was like when you found the podcast and you thought, whatever you thought, something good. <laughs> um, it's good. They're still here. Help other tradies do the same. Yes, please. Tradie, tradie business owners, tradies in general, even if they're employees or subbies, help other tradies find us. Give us a review on iTunes, please. And I have promised to read them out word for word. We I'll should go and check, check if we've, yes. Hmm. We'll, we'll uh, one for Saturday. tune in for tomorrow. We'll, okay. we'll read out any reviews we've got. Happy Friday, and we look forward to seeing all, all you trade deskers for a beer this afternoon at 4.30. Oh, yeah. Love Looking your guts. Look forward to it. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.